So hello everybody, welcome to a very unusual, I say it's unusual because we haven't done this in a long time, a live edition of the show. This is a spur of the moment thing, which I think is kind of good because it's like, you know, it's like off the cuff, come on, let's go, let's do it. Um, we are live at the moment on YouTube. We've got people in the chat, which is lovely. Uh, this is obviously going out to all our streaming services. So if you don't know already, we're available on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Podcasts. And maybe something else I can't remember. iTunes podcasts. We're 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 on them. We're all on the major podcasts, and the show will be uploaded um, to that at a later date. But obviously, YouTube is where we are in the flesh. You can see us waving our hands and everything. Yeah. Uh, and there's Dan. Dan is uh, as as well the co-host of the Battle Realm on Beyond podcast. That's mine and Dan's podcast, formerly the Contest Realm podcast, but Marvel Realm of Champions is dead. Funnily enough, and speaking of mobile games that are dying, Marvel World of Heroes. Niantic have pulled the plug in developing it any further. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's it's a rough time. It's a rough time with the the Marvel properties because it's not just the games. I mean, you hear the news that's coming out from Disney, thinking that they've oversaturated the market with too many movies mm. and streaming shows, and, and I don't know if we're really going to get to touch on uh, Secret Invasion anytime soon. But oh God, yeah, it's been a, a lackluster response to that show and they haven't really had a, a, a streaming show in a little bit so mm. there's just i don't know there's been a lot of talk about sort of the oversaturation and, and maybe we're we're peak marvel you know past uh you know the infinity war saga so there's a there's mm. a lot going on but uh certainly i think just uh just what's going on with our game with contest of champions and everything yeah. with uh, kabam certainly gives us more than enough to talk about absolutely absolutely uh it's been a little time since we've uh, had a chat or interacted because uh, you know life's what have you what have you been up to uh since uh, we last spoke wow i mean it's been it's been a few weeks because we haven't talked uh this month yet uh we did take a trip to bermuda oh lovely which was very nice we took a cruise to bermuda out of did New you York, go anywhere so... near that triangle uh, we went right through the triangle right <laughs> by the uh, reefs and the, the shipwrecks and it was a lot of fun you're not um, kind of like they weren't worried at all like i'd be no, like oh, no. we're going for um yeah we're at the point me and em we are still selling the house we are mm -hmm. looking to get into rented accommodation in um well i, I don't know we're, we're kind of negotiating something at the moment we visited where we think we're wanting to buy a house but we have to now wait uh well i think nearly a year in order to get in get it or it to be released so I really hope we get it, but it's just a case now. We're kind of in limbo from the point of selling this house today, going to, going into something. It actually works out potentially cheaper by going rented versus kind of like owning a home at the moment, which is a bit of a weird thing to say. Mm. Uh, but um, I'm having to, of course, you know, work two jobs effectively to kind of like cover sure. the extra rent side of things. But so is life. Other people in the same situation um, to make ends meet. So... It is what it is. Yeah. Apart from that, um, I'm yeah, I've had a good time in game at the moment. Battlegrounds wise, I'm finding some good movements uh, today. I've um, gone. I did my big push to go get through platinum into diamond. Oh, nice! Uh, All right, and you're I'm, you're ahead of me right now. I'm still in gold too. I uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I got whenever I get windows of time, it's like okay, let's do it. But I had a very good session today where I picked nice. up... I mean, look, when you go into Platinum, it's kind of like it's easy streaks of like who you face off against. And most of the time, between Platinum 3 right the way through to Diamond 3, I was facing, a line, uh, facing uh, players I shouldn't 
in all terms of purposes be paired up again but that's how it is now that's the narrative that's what um you know kabam said that people of a certain type of um prestige right. champion roster size rating are not really been meant to be getting into um i'm sure that some of them would disagree with that but you shouldn't be able to go like okay well i'm a you know paragon player as well as you are and going uh, cavalier players in gladiator circuit how low do you get there Oh, I had all these ma- these matches. Bloody hell! I be- wish I had those yeah. matches. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So, uh, Rich, give us give us some deck MVPs. Who's who's helping you on this push? Who are you? Give me some top attackers, top defenders. Okay. So, oh, I shouldn't be using those as a the problem. Is I don't have the kind of like the good examples or, that are still there at the moment because it's all the easy ones. Um, that I'm doing well. Yeah, go go back a little farther. Who are who are you using in gold too? Okay, so I can't. Funny enough, so I can't get was, back there. Uh, oh, but is, um, it, is it too far? Hulkling, Omega Sentinel, um, mm-hmm. Gore. Those those three. Okay. Uh, those are doing those are doing bits. Um, the other ones, from an attacking point of view, I mean, it's different. If you if you if you're banning things like Archangel and Human Torch. You're fielding your spots and your um, Spider-Man Supremes, but to be honest, I'm not one to do that because I'm not a dick. I'm not a dick. See, I I always ban Torch. I very rarely ban Archangel because I have enough bleed immune defenders. Yeah, that it doesn't really mess me up. True, and I True. I kind of like it when they draft an Archangel early because mm. I'm I usually do I usually plan to like place like you know Korg. Mangog, Iron Man Infinity War, uh, maybe Man-Thing. So I'm not really scared of Archangel, so it's kind of a wasted pick if they pick him. So I kind of use that a bit of it as a trap. Yeah. Is leaving Archangel uh, out there. I would That's say, good. Yeah, I would say I, Torch I always like to ban because it's just the Mystics are useless. And, like, I've, yeah. you know, I've got a... Um, you know, a SIG 200 Ebony Maw that I can drop in there that causes a lot of problems unless oh, <laughs> unless God. you throw that, you know, the, that Human Torch or maybe a Captain America Infinity War um, against him. Uh, that that can be a, a problem. I will say Valkyrie has been my overwhelming MVP yeah. uh, on attack. The fact that she ignores the unstoppable in this meta is just ridiculous. She, I mean, she's so uh, yeah. good anyway. And, you know, I've got rank four, SIG 200, Valkyrie. Absolutely love that champion. But for this meta in particular, the fact that you can ignore that, you don't have to dance around uh, for a little bit. Um, mm. She's been amazing. Uh, I just brought Mojo to rank four. Uh, he's been amazing. The early buff expiration, the fact you can put him on offense or defense. Uh, he crushes those Hulklings or Cersei's if you get those. Um who else? Oh, Nightcrawler on defense. Mm. <laughs> you know, I think I think the Unstoppable really helps him. Yeah, you're not seeing as many people draft anti evade attackers. Like yeah. I've seen a bit of Falcon, but if they don't draft Falcon, and you know, if you're trying to hit into his block and he goes Unstoppable because you're trying to get him to switch, you can be in a lot of trouble. And yeah. I have definitely been picking up wins with him on defense more than. You would expect based on, you know, in Alliance War, he's not that good of a defender anymore because you can plan for him. But in a Battlegrounds deck, he's actually been pretty useful. So Um, a bit of a revelation. I just remembered this. I have been 
toying around with the idea of bringing this classic number to uh so on people on on screen on youtube you had to see this i've just put a havoc on uh, on screen this has been oh. a sneaky little bastard of an I, extra edition because if you don't if you don't draft him right you know draft your defense right yeah and especially if you pick him in the last round yes like you can really cause some problems there yeah this is that that was um that saved me a little bit a lot of the yeah. time it'll be like uh, it, as soon as like it's i've seen the draft and it's like oh my god there's no there's no armor buff champion there's no armor buff yeah. i'm like <laughs> exactly. yes yes <laughs> I'm so excited when that happens. You're right. As soon as it's like you get the last pick and it's like he's there, I'm like, well, you know, maybe this is going to work in my favor. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a while I was keeping Hulkbuster in my deck just because of the Havocs. Because mm. I don't, I'm like literally the only person who doesn't have a six star Warlock. <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's all these decks. You see it. They've all got Hercules. Domino, Kitty Pride, Nick yeah. Fury, Fury War, Warlock up top, right? Yeah. And I, I really feel like I'm hurting that I don't have a um, six-star Warlock. Um, well, so I'm who, the same with uh, with Nick Fury. This is the champion oh, I've been Nick high Fury, to hunt yeah. for like ages, and I just haven't kind of like isn't come off. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no. You're going to say it. Um, I would say now, as far as bans. Yeah. I would say I have one champion that is auto ban the second I see him. And that is six star Weapon X. If I oh, see yes. Weapon X, <laughs> you're not getting a draft Weapon X against me. You might beat me, but you're not beating me with Weapon X. No. I've learned, I've learned that lesson. I would say it's Weapon X, Porch, probably Rintra's up there. But I'm starting to hmm. uh, ban Domino because I'm starting to see seven star rank two duped Dominoes in decks, and they are. They are a menace, Rich. It's like that, and the it it's that, and the seven star Sasquatch. Yes, it's just a real problem, just on time. Yeah, and the, the amount of like when like the release of these seven stars came out, and people were like, uh, I mean, you know, I was talking about the the imbalance that you'd have with going up against yep. you know, with uh, prestige and matchmaking and stuff like that, and people were like, me, 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 me. I'm sorry, but if your whale your whale account has a rank two seven star. 200 signature sasquatch you can go to hell yeah <laughs> we, we thank you for keeping the servers on yes exactly i don't want to interact with that <laughs> no i'm like i've got an archangel at six star rank three and it's like oh i'm chipping down this neuro this damage with neurotoxins here right right i'm like time is going out and yeah. i've i've done neurotoxins i've done parry and heavy to, mm-hmm. to the ends of the earth and that still ain't taking down the damage anytime he, soon. He is a, he's a beefy boy. Oh, he is. Seven-star Sasquatch. Beefy. beefy <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I would say overall, like, I like I like this meta. I think it's been a fun meta. I think yeah. they're continuing to tweak Battlegrounds. And, you know, I know there's a bunch of people that are still facing bugs that cause them to auto-lose. I have not run into that. So yeah. it's not been a source of frustration on my end. Have you been running into bugs or has it been pretty clean for you this, this season? Oddly clean. I love that. I am very surprised because the, I still hear about from time to time, the um, instant loss bug. And there's a lot of people that uh, I, I face off against who don't look like they've quit out because if they, I, I assume if they've quit out, it says forfeit. Now, right. 
some is there someone up on screen yeah i can get this kind of like fight with uh this person up um on uh, on youtube uh, and it mm. doesn't oh, for this it doesn't say oh it did say forfeit sorry now i take that back i thought that he didn't forfeit um yep. but i think like there's a good reason why they would have forfeit because their champion prestige is seven thousand. my champion prestige is sixteen thousand. their top champion yep. is a cap you know so shout out to uh to word of turt is it word of turt Wordle Turt. Wordle Turtle, sorry. I thought it said something else. I thought it said Wonder Turd, and I was thinking, that's, a, that's not a right name. But um, yeah, like at that point, if you're seeing my roster, and I've got the greatest roster, I've got like a, um, I, you know, I'm, I bought like 16, nearly 17,000 prestige yeah. and champion rating something. Like, take me just to get this bloody thing out. But you, you've got some rank fives, right? I've got one rank five, and I'm making a decision about the next rank five. But I'm still yeah. facing off against accounts that are stronger than mine. Like, Overseer's my only rank five. Um, but, you know, there's there's better champion. I'm facing off against better. I'm, when I'm fielding rank threes versus rank fives or seven-star yep. rank twos, there's a difference there. There's also a bigger difference when it comes to damage output. And that's the main thing, I think, for me is, look, I've got six-star rank threes. I'm trying to damage output, but I tell you what, those other ones are going to be a little bit better. They, their yeah, duration they're duration going to be time, faster. Faster, yeah, exactly. Yep. So that's the... That's, the 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 issue for me there um we should go on and talk about some of the kabam's problems now because yeah i yeah, like I mean, talking about battlegrounds especially I when do, i'm having I a good do. season i know i i and i gotta make a push too i i am enjoying it um but yeah i think this is one of those where we got to uh we got to address the elephant in the room as far as like what's been uh what's been going on and you know guys sometimes rich and i'll message and we'll be like we're going to talk about this week. Do we even do an episode? And sometimes we're like, the show notes have already written themselves. We may not have messaged each other the show notes, but we know we know what's going on. And yeah. this week was, you know, I think even if you were the most optimistic player, and, and I'm sure they would even, they may not admit this publicly, but I think they know internally, they, they took a lot of self-inflicted L's this week with this update. Um, so I think... I think the first one was the Mystic Crystal one. Was that the was that the first issue that started off this week? Was the the Mystic Crystals? No, it was the uh, Express Mode. Uh, oh, Arena Express, Express Arena Mode. Express, yeah. Arena Express Mode was the was the first thing. Yeah, it's honestly, it's just it's just so. I I don't, I don't know where to. I really don't know where to to start with it. But it's like one of these unexpected things. Uh, I think it was close. I don't know if it was the start of the week when the new update went in, but it kind of felt like it was Wednesday morning. For, for me, mm -hmm. Wednesday morning. So it could have been Tuesday evening. But I don't yep. know if that's when the update went in. It kind of feels like that's 24 hours after the update came in with the update coming on Monday. Yeah. I could be wrong with that. It's just like, it's just crazy, isn't it? It's like... It's, <laughs> it's, it's really rough. And, you know, I know... Anytime there's issues like this, it, it creates this, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the message boards are on fire. It's like, mm. does Kabam care? Are they incompetent? Is it this or is it that? I mean, part of me thinks this is just the continued fallout of some of the layoffs and, and staffing yeah. and communication issues. Because you're really, like, it, it when you see, like, this many issues in an update and then we get into like sort of the miscommunication around things like 
the root mechanic and Craven and Baron Zemo and all that. And it seems like, you know, you know, Jackson and Mike and are trying to communicate these things, but they don't have all the information. And, you know, the team that's doing balancing isn't talking to the team that does the bug fixes. So Hmm. it seems like there's like some structural things here that are causing all of these issues for them. Yeah, and that's going to be the thing where I, you know, we don't have that kind of into business knowledge of what goes on at Kabam. We obviously right, right. see it on an outside perspective, as you said. Yep. The the communication factors of having someone in that may have been, you know, you could say Kabam Zibit. I assume that he was laid off in May. Was he a linchpin between communication of one place, another place, getting information, communicating it into the community management team so they can then go out to messaging? Again, don't know, just assuming. In this yep. last kind of like, what, year, two years, we have seen a game development um, tightening the belt. Let's refer it to that yep. when it comes to... And, and not just Kabam. This is industry-wide. No. We've, yeah. we've seen this. This is not just a, a Kabam issue. Yeah, the, the that that respect. Yeah, the the particular game that um, I was working towards being released in twenty twenty five was going to be funded for all those years an extensive amount. Um, I don't know if like you know what whether that game that we, we developed it for one and a half years and it's yeah. just then like that and that's the problem is with that was made at corporate level. I can't yeah. reveal much with the. The publishing side of things but when the publisher unfortunately similar to you know net marble their shareholders mm-hmm. funnily enough as soon as uh, a lot of projects including the one i was working on was cut stock price went up share price went up so it means well, that the company's more why profitable. They, they do it right because yeah. they're looking at it from well if we remove an expense yeah the company's more profitable in the immediate short term so yeah that's, that's how a lot of corporate decisions get made. Yeah, which is sad. They got to hit a quarterly number. Yeah, and it's sad, really, because then real like, people are the casualties of that. Yeah, so. you ne- you never then know what could happen. It could, you know, the game could have been like great, or could have been a flop. Yeah, the same thing with like yeah, you know, the movie industry at the moment. It's like there's, I know there's a lot of um, people that are. They're, pro- they're prote- protesting. I didn't know protesting actually. It was um, well, the, the striking. actors are on strike. Yeah. Um, now it's yeah. But the problem is with Hollywood, it's just ballooned to a what? And the question is, why does every movie have to cost two hundred million dollars to make? Yeah. Why does it need to be over expensive? And that's the problem with stories. Like stories have become mm. so. Well, I don't know. Some stories have just become just terrible in in construction and people aren't really into some of the franchises and ips anymore you look at like flash you look and that's the i'm not saying there's a concern that maybe kabam would have yeah marvel realm of champions um yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens with um king arthur king arthur yeah i mean we're all rooting for them i i can't yeah can't be kind of like i'm i I love to see game new games being in development i love the fact they've taken a risk with something and i hope it comes off i really really i really do it's kind of weird being somebody that's from the southwest of uh, of England, where we've got Glastonbury, we've got the story of Avalon, and it's a very mm-hmm. prevalent story within uh, my childhood as well as 
I wouldn't say a lot of Brits, but uh, some Brits. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting. It's kind of kind of fun. Um, well, again, we'll have to see how that kind of turns out. Yeah. But then that's a decision of, of like, well, was any because obviously the rumor was oh some resource pulled from Kabam to go to King Arthur side of things. Or right. Was... I mean, this is the same. You could have the same debate that you had when they were doing Mirrorverse or or. Uh or Emrock or any of the other games that they do is as it always from a MCOC centric standpoint, there's always going to be players saying it's like, well, you're taking our resources that should be reinvested <laughs> in our game yeah. and putting it in another game. Now that's part of the deal. There's no, there's no company in the world that isn't going to take money from a winner and try to develop a new, new product. But at the same time, like it's hard to look at everything that happened this week and feel like mm. MCOC is getting the resources the game needs to push updates this big. Yeah. Right now. Like I think the the real one for me that that bothers me is the Alliance War placement. Yeah. Crash. Because, you know, this isn't like something out of nowhere where it's like, okay, the Mystic Crystal thing was bad. Yeah. Like don't don't get me wrong. Or or um what happened with Arena Express? Not yeah. not good. But Alliance War placement, you know, this persistent placement thing was probably in development for what six months, a year. Yeah. Like this is this is a tentpole update of you know a, a, a featured game mode, right? Hmm. And and it's supposed to really improve quality of life for everyone. And we've seen this before, right? Like when there's big Alliance Quest um, updates, sometimes. They have to cancel a series or something like that. Thank goodness yeah. they did this in the off season and not, uh, you know, the first war of a new season. Absolutely. But it's just it's really hard to look at that and say like, oh, like, like you're you've got this big launch that they've been gearing up for that they know is coming that they've been telling us about, and like it literally makes it so that you can't play war because you can't even match. Yeah. <laughs> That's just that that one was hard to swallow from a mm. like standpoint of like looking at like how how did we get here yeah uh this is the thing like two weeks ago when we had that live stream which i think was july 7th i think uh where was it was this the july 7th um, yeah it was july 7th yeah that, july 7th yeah yeah i gotta be honest i ended that live stream and i was just like oh, i want to tell kabam like this is great i want this is what i want to see from you yeah a roadmap of, of like yep what you're doing where and it was like i was getting like in such a good mood because i was thinking incursions is getting that kind of like sure improvement we're going to see mm. a new victory seeding within battlegrounds i know some people like it some people don't but i i love it like you know yep. that idea of going look you work so hard and then it's like instead of you having to go back and do 40 matches no 45 to 50 matches to get back up into gladiator circuit you then get to kind of start back at a certain point which is good because if you go one season i'll just have the season off um at least you know that some of the best players won't be matched against you as they get into right. gladiator circuit because a lot of people don't like the idea of victory track because a lot of the competitive fighting exists within gladiator circuit so the idea of going yeah. from what is pre-gladiator circuit to gladiator circuit seems kind of like eh. but 
this, these kind of things just maybe kind of like, do you know what? I'm not really, this makes me really happy about the future of the game, or at least for, you know, the end yeah. of 2023. It's just in such a weird kind of like, just reality slap in the face this week. Yeah. As to these things of going, great. Well, if this is what's going to happen with this, this feature that Kabam said they were going to put in. Right. Bit of realism has to be for the future of some of these other systems they want to put in as to like, God damn, are we going to, like me and you yeah. are going to be talking in a month's time, two months right. time, they, three months can time. Can they execute? It's not that they don't, they don't get there. Like I'm sure persistent placement will work, but we, mm. we've talked about this before. It's, you know, there's just a lot of issues with player trust right now Yeah. about can you smoothly and effectively pull off these new initiatives on the first try yes and build some positive momentum and build some build some wins as we go into something like the battle realm brawl that they've mm. announced which again i think is is great that doing doing a competitive tournament thing that they're going to go back to to um face-to-face interactions and and do the tournament in vancouver and host a player summit i think um you know that's one of the things we've really missed post 2019 and the the lack of the new york comic-con presence Mm -hmm. um but you also don't want a bunch of angry and depressed players showing up (laughs) in vancouver not no no exactly that's a very good point um we'll we'll talk about uh, let's talk about battle round brawl we'll we'll then go go back and talk about some of the other subjects sure sure I really, I've, I've said, I really would like to attend, but it's such a difficult time for me as to like, am I able to do it? I come it's, out... it's, yeah, it's a tough time for me too. I, I'm going to try to make it out there. It's in the middle of um, my busy season, mm. but um, so I'm going to try to get away for the weekend. But yeah, it's also, it's also not cheap. I no. mean, it's probably two to three thousand dollars to get out there. Yeah, and back is and that for you? Yeah, that that's it's weird because that's the same for me as well. Yeah, and it's like that's that's mad. I, I that's the thing that worries me when it comes to a, um, like it comes at a weird time because this is just the case we got to get this new house. Me and M, we've been looking at um, yeah, we're looking at stuff today, and it kind of the worry with the UK is we got this kind of uh, it's referred to as a cost of living crisis. Which yeah, is, they kind of exp- the weird just how they explain things like, um. Because of the right, how the inflation rises, it means that um, wages have to increase in order to kind of afford things like basic necessities. I think right, so some, you stay even. So your, stay your even. Quality of life stays stays even. Yeah. But the problem is, every time there's a wage increase, it means that then things are kind of like expand, expanded up, unless there's a demand created in the economy for certain elements. And then it right, they call it a, a wage spiral. Right, a wage it, spiral. It's like oh, we see our customers are getting paid more, so they can afford to pay a higher price and then everyone asks for a raise because stuff is more expensive and that's called a wage spiral yeah Yeah. and this is why in recent years i've now do two jobs i have my day day job i then have an evening job and i'm thinking about trying to sort something out with uh some other kind of like money making opportunities and it may be a case like m starts editing videos for the channel so i can then kind of work on my second channel but that's the point where we're up to now like like m is going to have to start working evenings yeah at some point and it's like when when do we when do we come to this particular point but the point really yeah. to get to money 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 uh and sadly you know uh you know you need money it's, it's amazing how uh expensive everything continues to get and then you know you got to move or or right now my uh my truck's in the shop needs a new starter 
Uh, like I'm looking forward to getting that bill. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's one of those that it's all. I think we're all kind of feeling that right now. It's yeah. The, the world. It's always something, and the some things keep happening really, really quickly. So. Yeah. Um, even like, I just thought so. Chat like Chris said about like um, you know they should come and uh, host uh, host us. That you know that would have been that would have been cool. But I don't. I think you know, it would be. I think it would be debatable going like okay, well they paid for community like see if they if that went out ccp members had their room paid for had their flights paid for and with people that have been laid off at kabam and also the community looking at that i think it would be very yeah. questionable uh, i would personally say no i'm sure a lot of the ccp members would say no because it's just an all good consciousness i'd be like great fantastic but then there's that thing of thinking like yeah i just i just would not sit well with me um for that one but i think it's just a case of like I, I'm, I'm likely it's 90% I'm 90% I would say um won't be able to afford it just because mm-hmm. I if I kind of go that say if three it works out at two thousand pounds three thousand dollars it would be better for that to be put into the pot for the new house versus the um the trip and then have a look at when I'm settled in the new house then go next year if Kabam do it which they are keen on actually continuing a future thing that um you know yeah. it would would be possible and then it's like saying like right well you know different circumstances might be able to say well me and m could come but at this stage it would be me flying uh out uh maybe alone i, 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 I don't know unless there's something that could be worked out with like a uh doing it on the cheap but it's not really possible unless you fly to america like a fighter i think if i fly to new york and new york up it's cheaper but I don't want to do that hassle, especially because it means I have to book days off. And if you book days off, then yeah, it's then I don't really want to yeah, book all my time it's off. It's tricky. Yeah. I look, I mean, I know a lot of people said it's like, it's, it's cheaper to fly into Seattle than Vancouver, but then you've got to get from Seattle to, to Vancouver um, and back. And um, I don't know. I've kind of looked at it and I, I'm, I think I'm kind of at the point, Rich, where, where I'm old and I need as few steps as possible. So yeah. I, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna pay a little bit extra money and just fly. Like, I'm flying direct. I'm not. Oh yeah. It, <laughs> you know, I want to go. I want to go Boston, Vancouver. I don't want to layover. I want to mm. go to Seattle and then get in a, in a uh, you know a train or or as much as it would probably be super awesome. To yeah. I think there's a ferry between like Seattle and Vancouver, and I've been you know I've been out there to both Seattle and Vancouver before. And it's gorgeous. It's uh, Vancouver's a super fun city. So I think anyone who's going, um, you're going to have a great time. I'm going to try to make it out there. I, I haven't been in like a decade. We actually went out there for uh, our honeymoon. Uh, it's a fantastic city. Aquarium's mm. amazing. Uh, just super, super scenic. That, you know, that Pacific West Coast of America is beautiful. Yeah, I'd like to go. So, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a yeah. 10, 10-hour 10 flight. Um, yeah, it's, it's plus probably... Seven? It's probably five or six for me. So yeah. yeah, it's it's probably ten for you. Yeah, and I think if I wanted to be on, I would l- prefer doing a direct, direct direct flight. I mean, doing New York was okay. Weirdly enough, I got my uh, that was getting over my fear of flying. <laughs> so prior to that, I had a fear of flying. So I was like, really? yeah, okay. there are two things actually. When I went to New York, two phobias I got over: claustrophobia and um, yeah, fear of flying. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, I, I pushed myself good. through for that. Uh, yeah, it was, so the first thing was um, when I went to 
I did go a little two-hour flight, but that's two hours is two hours. But when I went to New York, it was like, yeah, I was a bit unsure about this, especially kind of like going over. But I did it, and sure. it was it was fine. I actually really enjoyed it. Watched a few movies, drank red wine. It was um, I, I, I had a great time. <laughs> you flew, took the edge off. Yeah, I flew I flew with. I, I think I saw Chris in Chris in chat, and I don't know if he's had a bad experience with Delta because I know he uses um, airlines quite a bit. But I had a really nice flight with Delta. It was better than Virgin um, Atlantic, right. yeah. which is weird. The other thing was when I went to the hotel, we stayed opposite from Madison Square Garden. Yep. The um, the first day I was like, I need to use the stairs. I'm claustrophobic. I can't use... Trying to explain that. The problem is, uh, UK, I was like, the lift. Mm-hmm. The lift? What's... What, um, mm-hmm. You mean the car? Car lift? I think I told... Did I tell you this story? I told yeah, Chris, I think so. yeah, yeah, I told you yeah. story. Um, where I was like, lift, like, because obviously that's a different thing in in America. Yeah, you know the elevator. Um, can I have the access to the stairs? And it was like, you want to use the stairs? Yeah, I'm claustrophobic. I don't like um, elevators. Um, I don't like confined spaces. Can I use the stairs? And it's like such a hassle to yeah. like no hassle, but first of all, hassle to kind of get access to the stairs. Like I've sure. bas- basically just ruined this person's day. And I was yeah, like, like, why would any, why are you asking me this question? Nobody does this. There's no fire. You know, why do you want to go upstairs? It was like, look, I'm claustrophobic. So I need to go upstairs. So it was, um, 21 floors. I think it was 21 oh. floors. And I was literally ringing with sweat by the time I kind of got up. Oh there. yeah. Um, and when I had done that three times, I made, I was like, do you know what? I am never going and that's it. I can't do it. And I was going, I think it's, I go to the gym for about an hour and yep. then, and that was down in the basement and then go back up to the 21, the 21st floor, which would be like the 22nd, 23rd, whatever it's for. Yep. And I was like, do you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm getting in a bloody elevator and did it. And I was like, I don't like this moment. And then by the time I've done it about, you know, 10 times the trip to New York, I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I've got over you, it. You, you immersed yourself in the experience and, uh, you got over it, like you said. Yes, just because I was like, I am too lazy for this shit. Yeah, those those buildings are way too tall to be doing. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, we do. We kind of like Your knees don't need that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've, we, we this is the great thing about the podcast. We derail into some like yeah, tidbits and we stories. We take tangents, folks. Yeah. But uh, Rich, you wanted to talk some more about uh, sort of the uh, the issues from this week. Was there anything that that really stood out to you that we haven't? touched on yet well we haven't gone into the mythic crystal situation which was yes. very weird um i've got video coming out a little bit later on exploring a discussion um uh, with somebody on twitter uh they said that um because i was like oh this is the biggest exploit ever and they were like mm. yeah but do you remember the time we had the dimensional crystal issue of 2017 and i was like god damn that's that's going back there, nearly there six was, years yeah, there was that and was it mutant treasure island where instead of like one awakening gem you could get like 30 awakening gems yeah something like that yeah back when that really meant something oh god i think about i think about i messed up that video i should i should like i should color it and kind of like add in some extra tidbits of information or a pinned comment saying hey by the way do you remember mutant treasure island because that's kind of like i remember that now uh that got bans as well that one did get bans that that was the last one I can remember where they're like, you guys should have known better that that yeah. was off. Kind of like what they said with these mystic crystals, right? Yeah. Like, like you should know that 1,450 uh, mystic crystals was not the real reward for this quest. Yeah. I think this, 
the way that I phrased the, the not phrase, but kind of pointed the video um, was about the fact that how much it affects the the value meta currently at the moment. Sure, sure, sure. Because when I look back, you know, well, people were getting four stars, five stars from the dimensional crystals and obviously got those awakening gems from what they did when it came to the mutant treasure island. The biggest thing about this is we're in a current situation where seven stars are some of the most valuable things at the moment. The right. The six star champions that people were pulling and maybe dupes of shards meant that they were able to access six star featured crystals. So these are going to be newer champions. So yep. the way that I was looking at I mean, like it also uh, reflects on max signature. It was basically in a nutshell, the work that me and you would have done over the space of two years yep. in the space of what one, like 10 minutes, somebody would have been able to do that work. Right. And there's all the gold and ISO. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, all the shards from the dupes, it's, it was crazy. Did, it, did they ever say, like, what What was the actual, like, root of that issue? Uh, the, the, why everyone got all those crystals? Well, this was down to the objective. In selected for the objective, someone had put 1,250 mythic crystals that you could yep. select um, rather than 1,250 mythic shards. So the shards uh, and crystals. Was, I think, didn't something similar that like that happen in, like, I think it was Future Fight? A few years ago where they actually you know they're supposed to give out a few thousand shards and it became it went into crystals instead of shards and they had to pull I, a lot of that back i seem to remember something like that i wouldn't doubt it um for for a second that something like that has happened uh and that's at that point they see we don't really know the extent of like how much work this is gonna you know be for kabam especially in like in a week yeah. where it was just nuts yeah this wasn't the only thing they had to deal with yeah that was time sensitive well the side quest got sorted out very early it was honestly it was so funny somebody um yeah. when i was going through the vi when i was doing my video the side quest guide video and this was like i don't know i think about two hours after um everything just went nuts because we had to kind of like cover so many things on that day in a just quick um the I, I got to like the portal bit the, the champion choice thing and it was like saying portal to different locations and i, and I was like in a, in the video you can see a, uh, if anybody mm. watched the recorder i was like i don't think this is right i don't think this is correct this is this is broken the amount of people so adamant it was working as intended <laughs> um I, I, that was surprising because i because i was like no this isn't right and it was you know so not right because you were then pinged to all these different locations picking up all these um these rewards yeah. which i don't know if people are going to be able to keep them that's the only bug at the moment kabam have been relatively silent on and that indicate indication of they're actually going to deal with it yeah and it's a, it is a tough but, one yeah that's the tricky thing because you don't know whether they just haven't got to it or they don't care yeah and that's so. that's a tough thing about this situation because Kabam have to kind of now figure out what fi they've got like multiple fires at the moment. Yeah. Like, and they're kind of thinking like, well, what do we douse? What do we encircle round a, an earth mound to stop for now and, right. and, and fight in a different kind of like direction, like a forest fire at one, one part of the forest yeah. and then go into the other one. That's a great analogy. I'm going to run with it. it um, well, it's your order of importance, right? Yeah. And th there's always a lot of friction between what the players think is important and what Kabam thinks. is. Yeah important but yeah it's it's funny though because we haven't had one like this in a side quest for a little bit but 
I remember back a couple years, you and I would talk about this constantly with the side quests, like how dangerous mm. the first two hours of the side quest were each month. Yeah. And, you know, you think about things like that Odin's Gauntlet or Mutant Treasure Island or uh, Jubilee's Arcade, where, like, just some wacky stuff was happening in the first couple hours of that. And I was like, well, is this how it's supposed to work? And there was always these debates every month. It's like, yeah. is this working how it's supposed to? And then people got so worried about it that even when it was working as intended, no one believed it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were so used to like, oh, and now I lost an entry fee or this. Yeah. Or was I supposed to get this reward? And this is not a very fun way to play the game. I think any time a side quest comes out, it's like stepping on hot coals. Yeah. I mean, um, we, we used to put out like public service announcements be like guys just don't don't jump in like 10 minutes after this thing goes live yeah just just wait please just wait because you never know yeah Uh, and that's that's the that's kind of like a crucial thing isn't it and the funny thing is it comes at a time where kabam have shift this narrative to go we're going to focus more on side quests as that's something that came out from the act eight point to act 8.3 beta that yes. they said that they were going to be focusing more on the side quest side of things than the other which for me i enjoy side quests more and kind of like the monthly stuff i think it's mainly the reason i enjoy it because it's fresher and it's new yep. rather than something that's kind of like a story mode or it's the permanent content or arena which can be very repetitive but you know is essential if you're a non-spending player in the uh, in the game to get things like deals and other things or as kabam say potions revives and stuff like that um but um, yeah, I just like it because it's fresh and I'm glad that Kabam are thinking that way. But again, it will go circle back to resourcing side of things of, yep. well, when stuff like this happens, do they have to revisit the like way that they're putting together quests and things? It's a tough one. It's a tough it, one. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I think they are... You can see they're trying to evolve where this is going. I think mm. they're trying to figure out where the time is best spent. Like clearly they're cutting down paths in the rest of act eight. We know about yeah. that. We haven't seen a variant in forever. No. They continue to push uh, battlegrounds. They're, they're giving some updates to Alliance war. Uh, so, I mean, you can just see from the release notes in the roadmap, like where they think, um, you know, the time is best spent in terms of ROI. Yeah, I think that's the numbers game, isn't it? They're, yeah. And I think you hit nail on the head there with, with Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds has become this, uh, by accident, like, decent mode. Like, it, it came out completely by a- a accident to be a mode that a lot of players play. And this is the thing. I, like, complained about that mode. Yeah. I criticized it. And I'm playing it. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's the most fun you can have in MCOC when it's working. Yeah, well, the, like uh, when when I turn on my game, that is the mode that I feel most inspired to play first. Yeah, even this, if I've only got like ten minutes, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to jump in and do one round. Yeah, I would rather do that than a side quest. I'd rather do that than the event quest. I'd rather do that than like, you know, maybe maybe I'll do some arena if I'm really tired. But yeah. If I'm, you know, if I'm jumping in, the battlegrounds is almost certainly the first thing I'm going to play in the game. Mm. The way that I have changed my thought process around battlegrounds is based on what Kabama said they're going to do to it and have done to it to improve. I love the two medals a win, 
one uh what is it what lose one for the loss love that i think that's yes, brilliant that would, i mean that's something we've we talked about a bunch i yeah. got kicked around in the ccp server and chats like forever for you know for the first six seasons is like we got to do something here this doesn't yeah. feel good that one change solved so many problems for this mode yeah I'm, and that, that's the thing. As soon as they start making these little improvements, it has made me more interested to play the mode. Uh, and that's the, the sad thing about it is the length of time it's taken to get to this point. Sure. And that's that's fine. I mean, look, it's a slow burn for greatness, but yeah. a slow burn for non greatness when it comes to other modes is another thing. Like, I yeah. don't know if people will get overly hyped to play incursions. I still enjoy playing incursions, and I think I will enjoy playing it more as the new improvements come in i don't know if it's going to be something that will be defibrillating bringing it back to the forefront of people's interests and idea to go hang on let's go and grind a little bit of uh, incursions with these new improvements it may be a case that they that it goes that players go well it's good pace the rewards are better yeah i find it interesting and those are the three things that battlegrounds has massive thumbs up and incursions yep. kind of but i think that's the problem when it comes to niche stuff like yeah this month i'm playing a lot more battlegrounds because we have to because of the 400k milestone for solo sure sure and for me normally i would probably only go up as far as gold with battlegrounds and do a lot more arena grind that's but that was my new plan but this this month and season yep. has been changed because of this and also i have to do act 8.2 point four and five and six hundred percent uh mm-hmm. all my extra time at the moment is just battlegrounds um because then because i'm fun, I, again I'm, I'm having fun this season because of the rewards at the end of it yeah well but... I, th- I think for me it's you know the rewards from battlegrounds they're still really good for where i'm at i like the, yeah. i like the store i like that you can kind of pick what you're getting out of it with the um the tokens but i think it's just engaging. Like it's quick and engaging mm. and it's made me appreciate some champs that I didn't appreciate before. It's made me, I've learned some new things about some of my champs. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not always the same matchup, right? Mm. Like sometimes it is, sometimes it's like, okay, like I got to figure out how to deal with Nick Fury or Hulkling or Domino or, yeah. or whatever in this meta. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, like, how do I, you know, like, how do I deal with Wiccan or something, you know, something yeah. like that. And then you learn, like you start finding like, or Wong, Wong's a great one, right? Like yeah. where like, I don't think I really understood like defensively, like how to avoid like some of his damage. And then, you know, you, you cause I just hadn't played him a, a bunch. And then you start digging in and you're like, Oh, I know how to handle this guy. This isn't that bad. I feel good. I learned something, you know, that's, that's what I really like about battlegrounds is, I feel like it's walking that line where, like, it's not like they, they swap in a meta and it's like, oh, I got to take out my top 20 champs out of my deck. Yeah. Like, they're useless. Like, that was the complaint going back to some of the tweaks they made to Alliance War years and years ago where it's like, oh, like, I ranked up these champions for attack and now it's a bleed immune meta and they're yeah. useless. And people wanted rank down tickets. But it's like, you know, I feel like my top champs are pretty much useful for pretty much every meta, but... Maybe I'm tweaking three or four or five champs at the bottom of the deck. Yeah. Or I'm ranking one champ up for a certain meta. That feels like the right balance. 
Yeah, this is what I'm hope. I've been trying to do more of a strategy and see if it works. I don't 100% know if this has actually worked or not, but I'm trying to avoid to rank up a lot of my champions and inflate and recruit my prestige because I don't want to get into situations of kind of unfair matchmaking so far. This only kind of um, comes into fruition. I'd say gold onwards. Yeah. I think when I had a conversation with Kabam John, it gave the impression that this is where th that particular point your matchmaking becomes better. The problem is, it's like, well, the top end of Paragon with a, those rank two seven stars, they are basically the experience against you that you would have an experience against the lower players like Uncollected in Platinum. It, it, sure. I may have butchered that a little bit, but that's kind of like the impression I got from mm. that game. They may get like, if you've got like a stonking well right roster, you may be stomping from bronze all the way up to silver got a little bit of a rough gold period and then it's a smooth sailing into uh gladiator circuit from there quite possibly right Don't i mean know. that's that's kind of how i'm looking at it with like victory shields like victory shields right now for me if i'm going to use them it's gold one and vibranium <laughs> those yeah. are the two places where those matter because i know that the matchmaking is going to open up for me once i hit platinum and i'm going to run through diamond yeah so it's like, well, you don't, you know, you want to use them where you're going to get stuck. Yes. Or it's good. It maybe not get stuck, but going to take longer. You want to smooth yeah. out the rough parts. Because I think you what you see is you see people bunch up in certain areas, right? Mm. Like you see it at the kind of gold two, gold one level where there's a lot of veteran rosters like even we've got 10 days left in the season and mm. and I'll pop in and it's like, you know, there's still plenty of players with multiple rank five, six stars hanging yeah. out in gold too. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some big, some big, some rosters a lot bigger than mine. Yes. Um, that I'm running into and Sometimes you win and sometimes you don't. Uh, but then, you know, you get to platinum and, and you know, you've kind of got those players that have been protected by the matchmaker you're able to face them, but as you get higher up into diamond, and certainly when you hit vibranium, like very few of those players can make it through there. So then, once again, you're running into mostly paragons, and it's a much more even matchmaker because of what the pool is. Yeah, not true. Because anyone's being protected. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, one thing that we haven't touched on, we touch on briefly, uh, root mechanic and uh, communication yeah. around that. Um, this was something that I kind of missed off, and then I was kind of like, you know, preparing some stuff. I, I kind of missed it too, because it was in a different part of the forum. Yeah, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's been there's just so many, so many messages to keep track of. When yeah. you posted that video this morning, I was like, oh, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I can't keep track. There's the the Trello board, like I, I was looking at the Trello board for a while and then it just seemed like it was never getting updated. And I looked yeah. today as I, I, I usually record on, on Sundays, the MCN. And I noticed there's actually a mention of a, uh, I don't know, I'll get it up on the YouTube, uh, screens. If you're watching this, I'll just try and find the, the bit that mentions it. So something that I've encountered was this that was put on the 20th of June by Kaban Mike, which says Quicksilver can break opponent's block after they dex his SP1. Now, I ran into that and thought that was me playing like a tit. But in fact, <laughs> that's something I didn't even know that's that's an issue and a bug. So it just goes to show you this this Trello yeah. board has things on it that you just don't expect. 
and is a problem because then when something appears in game, that communication is so paramount because you want to go, is it me? Is it the champion? What the actual blinking L is going on? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know anyone in chat. How are you guys? We're getting ranked down tickets for Craven. Yeah. Not for Baron Zemo, with the justification being that this bug was identified during Baron Zemo's balancing phase. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, this one, it's it's so it's so tricky because this seems like. Kind of that that example again of like the different teams in Kabam not talking to each other and and some you know not realizing how these different changes were going to impact right because yeah. you've got a bug what one team is probably thinking of as a bug fix affecting a champion's core mechanic. Yeah, I, I noticed that in chat. Valerius says. Um... Root nerf of Baron Zima is is not so uh, game changer. Uh, you need not to reach SP three. Um, it's mainly for Craven. There's a really interesting video in uh, the thread that mentions this that showcases the wildest. I'm talking like some of the like it. If you if you're a good Craven player, you can literally suppress any champion. I saw. Yeah. I think one point sixty six bleed ticks plus complete suppression of uh x red red no, red skull red um red hulk <laughs> and yeah. it was just like it was throwing no special attacks it was just it had sp3 up but it was just being suppressed constantly and yeah. that's that rooting in place that's yeah. there and it's like yeah okay people will say well that's op that's you know it shouldn't be able to do that that's that's that but it's like when you find some good strategy within the game, you have to then go, hang on a minute. Is this damage going to do so much that it's going to raise some eyebrows with Kabam? Are Kabam likely to nerf this down the line? Right. Even worse, though, because this is like a uh, Mole Man situation in that what you were using the champion for, well, not using champion because you have to make that decision going, was I using Craven at this point to do a complete suppression of power? Sure. Yeah. But it's a situation of. This has been a bug for a while that we didn't know was a bug. The communication factor is it was going to be fixed at some point, but maybe wasn't conveyed very well to the community for it. And that's why it's a surprise to everybody. Well, obviously, this yeah. Craven fans. Yeah, and that's I mean, why we got ranked down tickets. Kind of like the, um, kind of like She-Hulk's heavy back yes. in the day. Yes, yes. Like, there's nothing in the game or the description to tell you you weren't supposed to be able to do that yeah unless you're metal sonic dude who post nerf at 2019 uh new york comic-con basically was told by everybody watching going why are you using she-hulk she's been nerfed and it's like yeah. this guy's got like timing better than yeah i anybody. i remember i remember that because when he when he picked she-hulk there was an audible like gasp like he had made some horrible mistake <sighs> And yeah. then he proceeded to school everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hope there's more moments like that about a Realm Brawl. Yeah. Because yeah. that was just like, if well, you weren't, yeah. if you weren't I mean, there in 2019 New York yeah. Comic Con, you just won't know about the experience in that room. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it, it was like, like, it was really like this feeling like, oh, this poor kid. Yeah. What has he done? <laughs> and then, of course, they went, 
it went completely the other day way. But yeah, I I agree with you. Like Battle Realm Brawl, like even some of the the tournaments um, that they did. Kind of, I'm trying to remember which one it was, but it was one of the, like the early online tournaments. I forget the player, but he used Doctor Strange. And uh, it was that's, like, I think it's Invincible. Yes, yes, Invincible. Mm. And it was it was like a symphony, <laughs> like oh, just God, watching yeah. him play like Dirk Doctor Strange. You know, this is years post nerf. Yeah. No one's talking about Doctor Strange, and you know, you're talking about one of the OG players of the game playing Doctor Strange back when that character was was God mode. Yeah. And it was just it was just amazing to see that. Like yeah. I love it exactly like you're saying like when you, when you see a player like just open your eyes as to what is possible with the champion is really really cool. Yeah, I love that. Right, I think we've got a lot of our subject matter covered of what we're going to what we were yeah, going to talk about. Yeah, I think Yeah, the only thing we haven't touched on and we can do it real quick is just the um the kabam marketing email oh yeah that we gotta, one we gotta we gotta talk about that okay. so i think i mean this is one of those things that looks a lot worse than it is it is yeah it, it, uh, right. like i understand why it why it upsets people and, and oh. you know as a guy who's in marketing for his day job like i can tell you there's just no there's no good way to like talk about this stuff in internally. And then if it's kind of exposed to your customers that the customers are going to feel good because no yeah. one wants to feel like a number or a conversion or an ROI, but like, that's just how marketing works. Yeah. I'm trying to um, find it. So I put it up on, uh, on, on, but screen it was, at the it was kind of wild to see that unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> text of like this is the this is the strategy here <laughs> yeah um oh, where is it i'm trying to find the the message oh yeah there it is i think i've just uh i think you just i just found it so uh for for those watching on youtube we'll read it out so the message which um command mike said it was kind of like it's just something that goes out like a copy paste type thing and then they just kind of like i don't know remove it but um yeah. it comes from a oh, what did he say it was like a, f a development feature something or other uh, I covered it in a video if anybody wants to go and check out that video. So it says the goals of the feature. How does it benefit players? Question mark. What KPIs would improve? Increase overall conversion rates. Improve players LTV. Improve revenue per DAC. Because we know the value of the items in our game. Brackets for each PRG. Progression, I assume. This gives yep. us a competitive advantage over games that do not have this feature. Might be nice to include a potential mock view. And then it just goes into the greeting summoners and then the silk uh, preview uh, bundles. And it was like, I mean, the same same thing with me. Like my, my job's like marketing at the moment. And I was looking at it going like, ooh, I would, ooh, that, ooh, that's Yeah, shouldn't... you just, you don't, yeah, you don't want that to happen. But I mean, you, you know, I see the comments. Like the purpose of the in-game mail is to sell us rather than being informative. I mean, it's, the purpose is both. Yeah. It is, I mean, at the end of the day, like we have to, we have to realize that yes there is there is going to be a sales component to this the game yeah. does not run on our free play time yeah we do have to sell stuff uh that's and thing there is there's going to be sales there and, yeah. and i realize people don't like that kind of thrown in their face and certainly when you see you know the, you know the man behind the curtain <laughs> trying to sell you something uh it gets icky i get it yeah I get the... it. but it's it's always there it's always going to be there yeah. And that's not just with MCOC. Like, 
you know, they, I don't care whether it's your favorite band, sell, you know, emailing me like, hey, we got a new single out. Like, they want you to buy the <laughs> single. It's not just like, FYI, you like our music. <laughs> like, we thought this, this would make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, is totally, you know, without, you know, any sort of ulterior motives. Like, there's there's some commerce there. Yeah, the um, the way that it, it, it came came off i was i was like well how do i approach this from a video sense to explain it and it was exactly what you just said it's like look this is part and parcel marketing this is kind of like yeah. marketing 101 the game wants to make money needs to make money that's can be seen as a good thing or a bad thing but scary thing is there a scary thing to it well it kind of puts you behind behind the curtain as to like how yeah. how they're they're dealing with it that's the way to kind of approach it but here's the thing you don't have to spend any money um, on the game no, if you if you don't want you don't. to. Um, but it was kind of like one of these things. It was L week for Kabam. They spent a lot of time yeah. doing this and walking around. They they did they did, and that's you know that's not the kind of stuff you want to see. So no, I'm sure I'm sure they were internally very embarrassed by that one. Yeah, I know. You know, like no one likes making a mistake, and and you know copy paste will get you every time you gotta yeah. be you gotta be super uh you gotta be super careful yeah absolutely but yeah i mean that's that's how marketers look at stuff. i know we're you know we're making jokes about roi and and kpis um but yeah like if you send out an email blast like you're looking at conversion rates and how much you sold out of that or an mm. in-game message like i guarantee you they're looking at like how many people open that email and like they probably can see like did you go directly to the crystal tab and buy yeah like they that's that's someone's job to look at like, yeah it's, i know we don't again i know we don't like to think about it but someone's looking at that yeah cuz they're going to look at like you know wording did we word it well enough that people got uh, absolutely wording timing yeah images mm-hmm. like what it, what do we say about the uh the champions i mean you know it's it's the same thing like the deep dives are not uh, in existence solely for our educational benefit. Yeah, true. They are a marketing tool. Yeah, that's the thing. I know but... they're not, you know, they, they. I know they're presented as sort of like, you know, a reveal and they are trying to teach us about the champs, but mm. they're also trying to get us excited about the champs and yeah. drive crystal sales and engagement in the game. Well, that's the thing. I, if I was if I was running the marketing department of Kabam, I would be doing things like I, I don't want to say it out loud because it's just it's just giving bloody ideas. I would I'm gonna say it anyway. Screw it. That I delay the the deep dives each month and make them like you know an important thing for you to go and see. I yeah. probably make sure that they are they're definitely close to eight minutes each month. But I would yeah. put pre-release bundle links to the web store in every video of those deep dives. So it would be at some point in the first week of the month, you get to access from, you watch the deep dive thing, maybe even put like a special offer or a deal with it that gets you kind of interested to click that link in the description to take you yep. to the web store. Uh, and then the other one, two weeks after. Probably shouldn't have said that out loud because you kind of think, because yeah. some of the commands going, oh, fucking hell, that's a good mm. idea. Yeah, yeah Rich, this guy's on to something. <laughs> Yeah, I've always wondered why they. I think they've started to release them like one on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. I've wondered why they don't space those out more. That so, because I always feel like one champion runs over yeah another champion, right? Yeah. As far you know, whether it's in terms of interest in um, hype, 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, so deep dive videos are basically an advert. They yes, they they are an advert. Yeah, <laughs> they they absolutely are. And, and I, you know, I again, I say this as a marketer who makes advertisements all day long, mm. every day. Like that's there's nothing sinister about that. It's just the reality of the situation. Yes, if if Kabam is self-producing content, they do want that content to showcase their game in the best possible light yeah. and for that to drive sales of the game. Hmm. That is that is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you got to I mean, you just got to understand that's where it's that's where it's coming from and that's mm. why we always say like you know watch the deep dive watch what people put out but at the end of the day like you have to decide for yourself get some hands-on experience with the champ if you can to decide is it really worth your resources do you really enjoy playing them right? yeah like you have to you have to you know kind of you have to look at it through that lens yeah that's one of the reasons i don't do um coverage of deep dives anymore because it's well, the problem with, with with doing it is you are at, like I'm advertising for Kabam on that particular. I mean, like when I kind of like talk about you know deals and stuff like that, then you sure. know through proxy, I am yep. doing advertisement work for for Kabam. So it's like you've, you've got to be as, as careful as possible with the, with the coverage. I'll leave it for other people to 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 do that. But um, yeah, um, going to our poll that we start at the beginning of the podcast, we ask the question to you. How do you feel after Kabam's scuffy week? The the poll uh, ended at 15% good, 31% do not care, and uh, 54%, so predominantly half of everybody, um, yep. well, kind of half of everybody, technicality, um, said it they still they feel bad after like um this uh particular week obviously that's not really kind of it's a gauge of the room i'm sure. sure that people feel differently about this i think a good compensation maybe in order to uh to make people feel a little bit but yeah, nice thank you for need, playing the game yes they need they need a good they need some good sort of summoner engagement yeah stuff um but really they just need a, a nice update that works and that that is calm and they need to get Alliance War working. They, I think it's really important to have a good first season with this new Alliance War placement issue because it's mm. not like we had issues last season. Yeah. Before we had this placement stuff. So, like, they can't be, like, canceling wars or canceling a season. Like, they really need uh, a clean Alliance War season coming up when they get that um, launch. So, uh, do we want to do we want to take a couple uh, questions yep, from the chat? Yeah, that sounds good. Yep. Um, so going on a few things, I should really scroll up a little bit. Um, uh, yes, Jesus, um, that's weird. Uh, Jesus, sorry, I should say Jesus. I always read Jesus as Jesus says, um, that, that I need to remove this. This poll just keeps flat in the poll popping up. Thinking poll. Uh, Jesus says they, they nerf root, but not Hercules. I don't know if they'd ever be able to get away with it. Nerfing Hercules, I think it would just cause too much of an uproar. Um, uh, hello to Neopodem. And yeah, if you've got any questions, I'll throw them in. Um, no, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, this year is people starting to see through pre-release offers as not worth their money since seven stars are coming 
that's why they added seven star shards. And that's the other thing is like, do you, how heavy do you go as a as a wet well? Sort of your well, the heavier yeah. you go into seven stars now, puts you in a, a, a like a fantastic platform for the future. But you know, for minnows or people that don't spend quite as much and free to play, yeah, you will start feeling very soon this kind of. So it's Titan Crystals, um, and people are able to get Titan Crystals, this kind of like yeah. gap is going to get really, really like wide. Uh, do you think we'll ever... Do you think they'll ever do a seven-star Hercules? Um, i got a good answer for that. And we'll, yeah. we'll go to your answer in a minute when they put in a six-star Quake. Okay, then we're never getting seven-star Hercules. Yeah, exactly. That's... We are, I mean, we are never ever getting six star quake no it's never happening so that if that's if that's your answer i think there's like a one percent chance we get seven star hercules yeah um but there is a zero percent chance there is any future star level of quake she's getting she's getting phased out yeah and you know you'll see it like act nine they'll probably ban five stars and then it's you know that that that'll be the last uh, last uh, gasp for Quake if you're still using her. Yeah, true. Right, more questions if you've got them. Um, going on. All that... right, six star magic. <sighs> Maybe. It's, yeah, the problem is it's it's down to chip damage from her signature ability. Yeah. Is that well, signature that, ability? I mean, is that the, the power uh, limbo. Was the yeah the the problem is the yeah. limbo like uh, the what is it called um. Oh, the, what's the thing with Domino? What's it called? It's called the, the critical... What is it called? That thing, that chip damage, that unavoidable damage. Oh, yeah, her her critical failure. Critical failure, is it? Yeah, critical failure. But that's that's the same thing as well. When there's too much unavoidable damage, it puts like this kind of ecosystem of, well, I can be in battlegrounds, and it's like, oh, I've just like, all that's kind of like, uh, thank you, Ian. Um, like, it's just like, your health is just like, tick, 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 gone. And it's like, you, if the AI is being passive, then you're like, great, well, I'm not able to, to kind of do anything. I've See, just been... That's, that's interesting, because I thought the issue with magic is the is like kind of the permanent power lock well i suppose with this kind of the, like the root, root thing like, yeah that she's kept out for offensive reasons not mm. not defensive reasons. yeah i guess that's the thing it, like it, it, if it's like that then you can see why kabam out of this root situation have been so particular about suppressing power it been such a triggering thing for them that they have to just go and straight up nerf. Yeah, but I mean, I know we're talking about like un- unavoidable damage, but there's there's more, there's a lot more counters to her now. Yeah, than I there were so. before because we've got some you know degen immune champions, and I think I think there's ways to play around her that you couldn't do before. Can we have at, six? At sort of a wider level. Yeah, can we have six star quake when there's already tens, ten stars? <laughs> I, I suspect so then, but it depends what content is going to be meta to kind of have in. Um, uh, Nia says, uh, I think magic will be the next featured unavailable, uh, un- unavailable damage. Bring it uh, on people with the lose units and money. Uh, a mega sentinel seven star. I think that oh, this wasn't that in the uh, Titan crystal select uh, 
choice he of was option. In the vote, yeah. He was in the vote. Colossus won, but yeah. he was in the vote. So I want to say that's... They, they don't have an issue with that. Yeah. Uh, funding the sun compensation. Well, from what I gather, that's already gone out. So if you haven't got it, I would do a, a ticket to Kabam because that's probably the best thing to do because it's from a specific um, account perspective. You would have had to have spent those units on the deals so the pop-ups and and made sure that your as well your solo event wasn't working as intended so that's uh gives you an idea there um kitty is great against magic for example oh yeah absolutely um it gives a chance but i don't know why why kabam maybe maybe is the power lock side of things that's the 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 key issues there of um of that See, i think well i think it's the it's the combination of the power lock and the damage recovery from limbo, right? Because you can recover yes, some chip point. damage. So if you were able to look at, say, an OG vision, right? Mm. Like, power lock's there, but you, you robot, no willpower, no real damage recovery. Uh, damage is not great, yeah. Um, you know, there's really no way to like, you know, ramp him up. So Okay, yeah, surprise uh, Apple Google. I don't think they can do anything about that. Um, and no. it's not that um, you know, I know there's been the whole issues with I think it was Fortnite yeah. was kind of the ones that that started this with the lawsuits, but you know, Kabam is not the first game to do this. Pokemon Go, for example, launched their web store a couple months before contest did. So the big games are headed in this direction. Yeah. I'm, I'm always very surprised about the pricing. I don't know if, if mine will ever change. I can't, um, I, I don't, I, I don't spend in the game. Um, as a lot of, you yep. know, and that if I was to go back and spend and I would see this. So uh, this, what I'm kind of got on screen right now, Dan is the mm-hmm. all fathers Odin vault for me is $200. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. I remember when I, for, for for me that was like eighty nine pounds, which would at the time probably just shoot over the hundred and twenty dollars maybe at the time kind of mark. But it's like, like that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot more money than it used to be. So the web store is specific in that if I was to spend, I would get better value. Like I think it's it's equivalent to like hundred dollars on the app store. So on the um, web store. So do I want to lose a hundred dollars? When I can go to the web store. Right. It's just, um, you know, that's that's the thing. I'd rather kind of like avoid... And that's why I think... Well, I don't know why it's that, that price. I don't know why a lot of these are kind of inflated the way they are. It's kind of a weird... It's a very weird situation. Yep. Uh, Executed has a, a question I love. Uh, three to five stars being more outdated. How do you feel about lower level Karina challenges? I don't know that that's how I would want to do that. No. But I, I love content that is star-level restricted. I know they've done some yeah. Danger Room stuff there. Uh, I thought the variant that they did that with yep. had some... Re- which one was that? Four, four or five? Yeah, four. yeah, it was four. That was one of my favorite variants. Yeah. I, re- I really, really liked that. Um, it, especially where it's something permanent and it, it kind of gives you time to invest in it. That That was a lot of fun. I just remember like... I think it was like three star night thrasher got me through a bunch of stuff. Like we yeah. random champs. That I never get to play it. I love excuses to play lower star level champs and champs that I might not 
have it of higher level or don't get to play often. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things, like, it's probably hard from, like, uh, you know, a development perspective to say, like, hey, I know we're pushing seven stars right now, but let's make a, a two or three star quest. And sometimes they do the arena, but I really enjoy it. Mm. And I would love I would love to see that, even if it's just once a year. Well, this is Something the thing like that, that come up. they added the shooting star quest, and it was like, okay, that's good. You know, seven stars, get it. Bit annoying though because it was incredibly restrictive, and that's kind of like future proofing yeah. it. It's like if we had something similar, but it was for lower. But then I don't know mm. where ascension plays into it because I thought this was more. That's yeah, we're more still waiting on that. Yeah, I know it's that's four really and five. Yeah, yeah um, but it's like, well, was where's this? You know, you're right. Another variant, but they seem to be done with variants. And there was something that I wanted to pick up on that was uh, somebody. But which one was it? That was kind of a. That's it. Is the gold event ever going to come back? Whereas we buy uh, uh, buy six star crystals. I don't think we're ever going to get that come back. Like we, we've just gone too long without it to to go a command willing to put this back. I liked it. A lot of people had the option as well with the trade in awakening gems, trading five star yep. awakening gems for six stars. Now uh, the the because things are different, aren't they? That the um, rarity of yeah. six star awakening gems has been depreciated, so it means that they're more available. Command won't do that, but yeah. and and wasn't there there something that they didn't like the hoarding aspect of of people expecting some of these trade in events? Yeah, was which that, is that was part of it. Which is there's there's hypocrisy to that and going like, well, you hoard incursion artifacts in order to get some of the rarer kind of like crystals, and you now have to hoard back units because now they don't want you to hoard revives to use that in content. You have to hoard units in order to buy revives and health potions and revi- and uh, refills to get yourself through content. So I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of times I do despair with things that Kabam say. Sometimes it's always best to be quiet about um, certain stuff because otherwise you just end up looking a bit like a fool, a uh, fool of a took. You never, uh, yeah, you never quite know when they're uh, going to throw you a curveball. Oh, I didn't think they were going to do that. No, not at all. They said they weren't. And here we are. <laughs> oh dear. Right. I think that's a good point to to end on. We've we've done a yeah. little bit of communications with stuff. Um we'll have to see whether or not we can make this a regular regular kind of thing to then uh, come and do either live or recorded on a Sunday for the uh for the podcast. But uh there we go. Dan, what are you planning to do this week or hoping to do this week? Are you trying to get um, a certain amount of points in battlegrounds? Th- this week, yeah, battlegrounds, a little more um Act 8.2, those are the two big uh, priorities um, for me. And other than that, just working a lot and um, can't really see it. But uh, behind me, this room is kind of my music studio. Uh, oh, lovely. And I have been, I just I just bought a new Yamaha keyboard. I got to get set up after this. Nice. Um, and I've been uh, doing some, uh, some music recording, some original music with some friends that I haven't, played music with in a long time do you think you might be recording Um, it and putting it out yeah yeah we're working on we're working on some stuff so we may we may end up putting out some music sometime uh later this year so just trying to find uh you know time between life and the game and being a dad and a husband um and doing all the things that need to be done to get uh, <laughs> through this life uh, and and finding a little time for some fun hobby stuff uh, as well, which I'm sure you know the uh, know the feeling of. Yeah, I, you, I want to do some more hobby stuff, but I'm just kind of... Um, 
I'm getting too much involved with the MCSC grind at the moment. I think that's going to be it. I'm going to focus on getting my battlegrounds done, get up to that 400k, and things are going well for that. I've got this Xbox that I bought oh. last, like, it's coming up to like two weeks ago, and I haven't unboxed it. It's still sealed. I have not had the time <laughs> to get it sorted. Um, I, I, I know the feeling. My keyboard's been in the box since Monday. Yeah. That's... Life. That's, that's life, always man. the way. Yeah, life. It's always... It's it's always something, and and you know I think I'd mentioned my you know my trucks in the st- in the shop when I I got to work at five thirty on Friday I was locking up the building I walk out and turn the key and, uh, and I was just like I really just wanted to go home and go to sleep yeah time. but are you, you know, using a re- what are those are you using a rental at the moment thing. or I just borrow my dad is in in town and he's retired like take Helps. my truck it's fine. So yeah, so that 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 helps, but it's one of those one more things. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, my wife had already left. She she was up in Maine for for the weekend. So it's like I was like, you know, I'm 41 years old, and I gotta call my dad. <laughs> to pick me up at work. Dad, can you pick me up at work? Please? I was like, my truck doesn't work. He's like, we gotta jump it. It's like, no, no, I got power. I think it's a starter. It's like, all right, I'll be right down. You know, it's one of one of those. So, uh... You know, it's, like it's always it's always something rich. But yeah. um, I think I think we want to say thank you for everyone who jumped in yep. the chat at the last minute, and uh, we really appreciate everyone's support with the uh, with the podcast. Yeah. Um, yes, Chris. Yes, my dad, eighty-one, going strong, still fixing trucks. He makes me climb under them <laughs> now. He won't do that. <laughs> It is it is good to to have family uh, around that can help. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wishing as well a happy birthday to Chief of MCC's daughter, Jenea. Uh, I want to say it's Jenea. I think I was thinking of saying that right. It's a happy third birthday, um, which is going to be celebrated celebrating the third birthday tomorrow. How lovely! Hopefully, you have a lovely day. And that's happy us. Birthday. And yep, and that's us for the that's podcast. Us. And we'll see you. Um, See you all soon, everybody. So, uh, yep, this is podcast going out later on. So, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.